Okay, patrons. This is day two of uh, answering questions or afternoon two. Uh, still windy. So, uh, but uh, I'm going to get right into it. So, the first question was from Caroline. Uh, have you thought about other levels of support uh, beyond what we have? Um, I, I have. Uh, I guess, like, I, yeah, the Patreon's kind of still an experiment. Um, I don't have any levels above what we have now because uh, I don't think right now there's anything else. Like, I, I don't have any time. I wouldn't have any time to do any other rewards. And <coughs> so, I don't know. I kind of feel weird. I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it works with this kind of thing. Um, and, I mean, 20 bucks. If you, I'd rather have people donate $20 over the course of a year. Um, I don't know. But if people can afford more than that. I don't know. I guess I'm trying to figure it out right now uh, to see if we can get to the levels we need to. So I may change things over the next... Um, I'll probably keep going with the way we have things till, the, till June and then start making adjustments depending on where we're at. I mean, I've thought about making a way, way higher level. <laughs> like uh, uh, for somebody... I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess I didn't realize it would be so difficult to sell sponsorships for the podcast. And I was like, oh, well, we do. Like, I, I, what, if a business wanted me or if the pay, this would be something I've said run by patrons, but like of like product testing, not official product testing, but like a product playground where they would pledge a certain amount a month. And it would be expensive, obviously, because I'd want them to bear much more weight than the listeners. Uh, and I wouldn't talk about it on the podcast because that would be a conflict with any sponsors we could have. But like a product I wasn't sure about or that's a Kickstarter that they would pay, um, I was thinking of like 500 or or $1,000 a month. Um, and it'd probably be, they wouldn't be able to do anything after their second month because your first month's kind of free. So I wouldn't want anybody... Sin- sneaking it in but um i thought about that but then i'm like well again i guess it takes time and then it's like is that a good idea could we get anybody interested uh i mean because i do have a lot of companies that reach out to me um and kind of float trials uh either with the chance of getting some free product um or just kind of seeing if we could do promotion for promotion type. Um, I don't know, or like free sponsorship in exchange for something vague, which I'm like, well, I can't do that. Like, uh, or you know, I don't, I don't like. So that would give it a context, but that's just one thing I thought of. So right now, I'm keeping things where they are. Um, I'm having. I feel like I would like a more time to invest in the Patreon um, than I have right now. I mean, not like just more fun stuff, you know. Uh, like this is this is fun, uh, it, and it gives me a chance. And this is like uh, uh, like the this is like perfect 
because I'm walking and uh, it's, it's this is like the open time I have. So I'm like, Jesus, this is a creative way to stay involved with the Patreon. So for now, let's see how it goes. In three months, it will be a kind of decision time for me. And it'd be like, okay, this is where the Patreon's at. Uh, what changes do we need to make? Or should we just keep going at this trying to get the majority of people in at a dollar? Um, or I'm already wondering, do I need to change it to $2? Or uh, can I trust? I guess it's always about that. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get a better idea where things are at, like in June. So we'll see. All right, so that was Caroline's question. Uh, let's see. Alexandra says, is Koa the cutest puppy in the world? And who's the best? Koa's a girl, but that's all right. She doesn't... I don't even know if she's aware of... of, of uh, but, uh, yeah, she, she's pretty... She, she's pretty good. The hard thing about having a dog as an adult is that they're up against the nostalgia of their dog as a child. Uh, Koa does have a very similar personality and body size, but not, well, as, as my second childhood dog. Well, actually, the second childhood dog I can remember, but I think I had one or two that I don't remember. Benji, maybe? Or... Um, some other, what was that guy's name? Had a dog? Bingo? I don't know if we had a dog like that, named that, but I had Patty, P-A-D-D-Y, and then uh, Coco, uh, who was our second dog. She was like a mix, she was a mutt, but she, I think she was like a black lab and a Burmese mountain dog, so she was kind of like a small body for a lab, and Coco was kind of like a pit bull mix mutt. So she's, and she's, uh, I think when she first came to me, she was like muscular, like a pit bull, but now she does more running and, uh, like, uh, so she looks more, I guess, I don't know. Cause you know, once you're around an animal for a while, they just kind of, cause I still see people like, Oh my God, it's a pit bull. I'm like, no, this is Koa. <laughs> she, she's a pussycat. Uh, but she's a really good girl. She's good at begging. She likes her egg yolks. She'll uh, actually, when we're eating in the morning, uh, she has such a taste for egg yolk because I give her one of my egg yolks if I have two eggs. Uh, she'll like be making mouth noise. Like she'll be like we you know when your mouth. I don't know what they call that when your mouth gets. She does that. So yeah, Ko is a good girl. All right, next question. Um, Christy, forgive me if you answer this, but I'm curious, uh, where, if you don't want to say where, but what kind of work do you do? Uh, so I work at a couple small libraries in the Bay Area, uh, and they're kind of specialized libraries, uh, um, where I just work with a a couple specific groups, kind of like similar to a school library. I work currently with a lot of teens, and it's like a, like, like we're just take. I just take book requests or uh, order books. Right now, I'm working at a couple, like two different places um, that kind of need staffing for two people 
Uh, so I'm a little bit running between two places. Ideally, there'll be another staff member at some point. Um, but, uh, and then, I don't know, at some point I hope that I could transition to part-time work at my current job. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, it's definitely a layover. There's a lot of things that are similar to the podcast as far as, like, listening and being open-minded and listening to the book requests and, uh, like, with teens, just, like, uh, being... I don't know. I guess I have my own theory. Like, since I'm not in the mental health profession, uh, I have my own theories about trust building. Uh, and I think a lot of it just comes from being present both in the moment but also present. Like, where just like a teacher at school, you see someone all the time and you see that they're uh, relaxed and open minded. Uh, I think that has been. That's just one of my ways I like to do things is like and say hi and greet people. Actually, it's like a good for being an introvert too because uh, then you can earn trust without having to, I don't know. So, yeah, so I work at a couple libraries and probably would want to be involved in part of my work um, either part-time or even as a volunteer down the road. Uh, but right now, the workload at both, between the podcast and my job, they're both like uh, in need of a little bit of... Because not the Sorry, people are walking by. Um, so I think the answer's that. But if you have any more questions, can't be too specific about where I work because they're two like, kind of private places. Um, but pretty well describes it okay Denny is that correct Denny D-I-N-Y feel free to correct me actually I'm going to pause it because I got to go over the freeway again just like yesterday actually I'm going to string these two recordings together so but you'll hear the change okay I'm back for this next question do you get feedback from answers from people after you've done some musing on a particular point? When I hear you wondering about something, I have knowledge or ideas, and I always want to respond. Then I imagine people who have on Twitter probably replied even before you've heard the podcast, sometimes wondering onward my mind goes. Along, along with that, is anyone around while you record, or is it, or is it just in a room? In one of the podcasts you describe where you are, what it's like to be talking to one who's okay let me uh so yeah i do i don't i can always use feedback um or it doesn't won't hurt my feelings uh i do get feedback sometimes but not always i guess if i ask like what a word means or um if i'm pronouncing something correctly or if i'm using something in the right context but i always say it because I'm honestly curious and like since I'm in the like doing the podcast and it's rolling like sometimes I'm like I'm definitely curious in the moment if I'm misspeaking I mean sometimes it might be 
I might, a lot of times I'm not kidding. I'd say probably 90% of the time. So if there's something you know about, feel free to email me or get me on Twitter or uh, on Facebook or on Patreon. Um, probably Twitter's the fastest place just because of the way it's designed. Uh, and then, but then email or Facebook is fine too. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely, I'm always interested in getting the right facts or just like, I mean, with the whole thing with Myers-Briggs, uh, finding out his mother and daughter, I mean, I guess I maybe knew that, uh, but then it was when I did the episode, I was pondering it. Garbage can almost fell on me. Um, so yeah, I love, I mean, part of the whole thing about the podcast and I think most, or a lot of things that people, is just like being curious and there's a joy in curiosity and there's a joy in other people's expertise or other people's resources. So, for sure. Okay. And then the next part of the question, I'm walking and reading. At least it's like a long stretch of sidewalk. Along with that. Is anyone around while you record, or is it just you in a room? Okay. No one's around uh, normally. Uh, my dog will sometimes be in the room. I mean, I'm in the back of this tiny closet uh, in my daughter's room because uh, she has the bedroom in our apartment. So uh, I'll be in the closet in her room, in the back of the closet. So sometimes Cole will be in bed listening. Uh, though, if, if I'm the only one home, I, oh, hold on, I'm passing some music here. Um, so sometimes she'll be listening, otherwise there's no one there, and it's like a really, really small closet. Uh, so like, there was one time, uh... There's been, I think, maybe once or twice today. Like, can you take a uh, some articles? Like, can you take a picture of you? And I had to like find. Some, I was like, I, I'm like, I don't like, I can't. I don't know. The pictures are a whole other thing. But um, I'm like, well, she's the closet is like not conducive. It's so small. It's hard to get any angles of it. Um, occasionally, my daughter will be home. Uh, sometimes she's at her mom's house, sometimes she's at my house. Um, so, but most of the time I'm recording when she's not there. Uh, like the only time would be, uh, at her, and, uh, she, she watches a movie. Uh, and I'm definitely not interested in watching it because she's nine, eight, well, just about to be nine. Uh, if it's a movie I'm never going to watch, then I'll... Uh, do a little bit of recording. But yeah, otherwise I'm recording on the nights I don't have her after work or uh, on the weekends uh, when, I ha- when, I'm up, when I'm by myself. Um, so yeah, I guess Co is always there. My neighbors are there, which I'm joking. I joked about in a upcoming intro. I don't know when. Probably won't be out for a week I don't know when that intro's from, uh, where I was wondering what, if my neighbors can hear me. 
Um, because there's been like, I don't do that many interviews, but I've tried to say yes to stuff. So there's been like one or two radio interviews where they've been like, well, I'm like, like where I'm like, well, I can't, like I can do it before work or after work. And there are a lot of them are on the East Coast. So they're like, oh, can you do it before work? So they'll be like 5.30 in the morning at MI or 6 in the morning and I'll be on the phone and I was like, man, I try not to be too loud. Um, okay. And I think we have only have one more question here, which is good because I'm getting close to the train. You can hear it coming in in the background, but I still have to walk through the shopping center. Okay. This is from Wendy. First, I want to say thank you. I like to put the podcast on to sleep. But so many have music that comes on on random. Oh, to put podcasts on. Yeah, other podcasts. Um, what a great idea this is. Thank you. Someone else mentioned this, but I'm curious about what your notes look like when you go to record. It's obviously, obviously you have a, pl- obviously you have a plan, but the tangents are best. Enjoy the super slide. Um, so, I mean, my notes, the notes for the Thursday shows should be linked. I, I, I haven't been, it's like one of the things I was kind of talking about. I was trying to, I'm trying to scan those in on a, on a weekend. Um, so I'll try to upload the ones, maybe I'll do it tonight. Uh, so, cause I carved out a little time and watch, um, so, uh, yeah, maybe I could do that tonight for the Sunday shows. The Thursday shows, some of the notes are up um, on the Patreon somewhere, and I can link to it. Just let me know. Um, so they look different. Uh, like the Sunday shows will just be me writing a summary of the TV show, and taking notes, and writing down dialogue, um, and stuff like that and then usually I'll have that and then I'll have or on my iPad I'll have the way I do the Spanish language words because um, just because to my handwriting being pressed for time I just put all the words that I've written down into a spreadsheet and then have Google Translate do it which I know isn't the best way to learn but um, time wise uh, like I'm doing that I'm just typing them in typing them for my notes into the spreadsheet running the translate and then recording. Uh, so then I'll have my iPad open and then a lot of times I'll have my iPad open with Netflix and the um, show on with uh, the closed captions or what do you call it? Yeah, closed captions. Uh, either Metastasis or Breaking Bad. Uh, so if I'm like coding dialogue, sometimes it'll be from the closed captions. Um... Uh, so that's that would be for the Sunday shows, and then uh, for the Thursday shows, uh, I have this will be good to finish. It. So the Tuesday shows are always almost 100% made up. Maybe there's if there's an ongoing character, then the character will have influence. Sometimes I'll be going off, but very rarely. Um, I'm trying to think of trying to think of any Ray episodes that went off of a map or 
like a parade episode, I probably have the listing, then I'll have notes. Uh, but for the most part, those are made up. The intros are made up, though, some t- though I do keep a notebook on me at all times. Um, so then I'm like, oh, this would be a good intro, or this is bothering me. But then other time, lately, I've had this one intro of something that was bothering me like a week and a half ago, or that irritated me. Uh, just wait, I was wait like, I was waiting in the rain, and and I'm, I honestly am like, did I do that as an intro or not? And then I'm like, all right, I'll do it as an intro tonight, and then that would be kind of meta if I did tw- the intro. But then, I think three or four times I've done sat down to do an intro with the idea and then something comes up that I'm, catches my attention and then I just follow that tangent. Um, for the Thursday shows, they're written. Now, let's see how much detail I can get into on this last stretch here. So they're written in a week and uh, ideally, like, I'm spending 30 focus minutes writing them um, on work days that means like 15 minutes of my morning commute and 15 minutes of my afternoon commute I'm focused writing um, and then on the weekends it tends to be the first thing I do I wake up I get a coffee I get I, I read a cup of coffee from the yesterday's coffee so that I and then I immediately try to just work on it for 30 minutes um, Lately, I've been stressed or something, so uh, the being focused part's been tough. Um, but so, and this kind of works in the way to talk about it, because <clears throat> lately, I've been recording the Get Bastos episodes on Sunday, which means Monday morning starts a new episode writing session. And the breaking of the story for each series has been different. Um, so I'll talk about what, what it's like right now. Uh, and this has been like a really hard series to write. Uh, I think part of it is the nature of utopias and some of the rules, internal rules I set for myself. And maybe part of it is just where I'm at. Um, but so Monday morning I would get on the train. I've pretty much trained myself to stop everything, open my notebook, and go to work. Um, so on Monday, I'd just start writing ideas. Be like, okay, this is where the last episode left off. Do I already have an idea of what's going to happen next? Or um, what happened in the last episode? Uh, the good thing is it's still fresh if I record it on Sunday. Um, so we're like, oh, okay, left off there. So kind of like a blue sky or brainstorming would be most of Monday and Tuesdays. Um, uh, like what that writing would contain. But that uh, by Wednesday would start getting focused. The problem with the, this series this far has been that there's so many questions that come up around the world or stuff that can distract me from the story like about the setting or the belief systems or philosophy or why or what really would work in a utopia or near utopia is this like that can get me distracted that's like kind of like 
really just a, I mean, this is my opinion about my own writing, but a lot of times it's just like me not wanting to do the hard work, writing work, and being like, oh, this is more fun to kind of play uh, and play around in these, and it feels safer. Um, Because by Wednesday and Thursday, it needs to start getting an idea of like, where did the episode start? Where did it end? Where is it? How is its beginning and middle and ending playing into the overall movement of the story? Um, and uh, like having a good idea of that, and then uh, also of like what's the conflict? And I guess it's like funny talking about it in this context, but. Uh, even even in dull, lulling stories, if there isn't any conflict, I guess this is when I talk about some of the sustainability stuff, <clears throat> it would be impossible to tell the story. Uh, and it would be impossible to tell it, do three stories a week, or just one, or at least for me, uh, if there's not any conflict. At the same time, the flip side of the coin is that that's the difficult, most hardest stuff to discover, and it causes me to, and then I'm not being dramatic, like physical, emotional, mental anguish and pain, uh, because it's like, geez, what is the conflict here? And I have a couple ideas that I use around levels or layers of conflict, but still, if if, if I'm like feeling like things aren't going well I notice myself like going into distraction and being like oh let's think more about the philosophy of this world or or stuff like that or how's the lighting system what are they because I just had this tangent like last week where I was getting obsessed with light pollution and then I'm like well how would they deal with that it's because I'm scared because I don't have a conflict and then I'm like um going off in this other direction because for some sort of self-soothing or escape uh, because finding conflict is always the hardest part and it's like as simple as who wants what I mean within the thing of the episode um, and the whole overall story too like who wants what why and who's in opposition as simple as oh I want that candy bar well he has that candy bar and then also like a layer of like, well, just how is that struggle over the candy bar representative of these two's relationship? And how do they deal with the conflict with, you know, out of their character? And then just how does this reflect a larger story? But if it was, you know, it's never as simple. It's, it's really hard, at least for me. And I guess because I'm not, I think that's part of like the other thing. Is like, uh, uh, oh wait, hold on one second. Hold on. Okay, sorry, I just got, <clears throat> saw somebody I knew, I had to say hi. Um, so, and then keeping the conflict, I guess, like, then keeping the conflict with the nature of the podcast, so it can't be. It's like trying to find stakes that are believable, that relate to the character. I gotta get on the train, and but that aren't life or death or based on archetypal fears or stuff. So it definitely makes it for more. And I can try. 
if you want to ask more questions about it, uh, go. I'm, I'm game. Uh, so that's it for now.